1: Before he comes back. <laughs> so, meaning that this is kind of a food network hashtag non food network.
2: Hashtag quality, don't get it. us, please. We've <laughs> figured we'll talk about our own food experiences, and
1: I've gone over mine a few times. We'll see, I'm a lot more experimental when it comes to cooking. Rose basically, are if you don't have diabetes, here you go.
0: Okay.
2: Should my new LARP name, just the Diabetes Bringer.
1: <laughs> All right, so I have a moniker. Jeff, you actually, before we go too far into this, let's get our drinks out of the way. First, let's get the first drink out of the way—the one I'm kind of dreading the most. The ugly one, the Black Sombrero. Neat. So this. Why is... Why do
2: they got more than you?
1: It's about the same. It's just theirs is more narrow. So Where is bit, it? <laughs> I want equal cups. <laughs> so. Let's make a black sombrero. You need tequila, vodka, Um, and
0: coffee liqueur. All those sound good.
2: Uh, It's a good thing you guys are having tequila. Mm. It makes me mean.
0: Good old tequila. Uh, Three,
1: two,
2: Two. one. I I feel so bad.
1: Actually, that's not bad. That is surprisingly not bad. Wow. Really? You're not going to shoot it?
3: I, I'm a lightweight. Sue me. <laughs> Besides, I didn't know what I was getting into. I'm not going to commit to a double shot after your last monstrosity. <laughs> oh, shit. That guy's slurping there still.
2: <laughs> it's Sorry, got, that
0: was a deliberate thumb.
2: Got, That's okay. It's I got a burn
0: you. to
1: it, but it's not a bad shot.
3: It's got, it's got pep to it. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I feel like it's a good starter shot. You know, like, if you start the night, if you're feeling kind of broke, so that way you can kind of get... Drunker Quicker.
3: Seal of approval. Against all odds.
1: I know. I was expecting this to be completely and terribly awful.
2: It smelt awful. Yeah. Especially when you first made it. It had like a little residue on top. looked like a spider web going across it. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, this is death. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm on the fence about it. But it faintly reminds, right, reminds me of a dead Nazi. Weird. Because a dead Nazi is
1: just, you know, mint and, uh, yag. You. Nope. Yes, Robo Mint and Yag.
0: Yeah, which is mint. I always keep forgetting that peppermint's different than, like, the same thing as mint. Mint.
1: Mm, yeah, it's a yeah, it's
0: a difference, but it does. But we're splitting hairs, really. I know. Mean, it's
2: like peppermint is different from spearmint for some fucking reason. Yeah,
1: foodies. <laughs>
2: I mean, if I wasn't a foodie, I wouldn't be this fat.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, we I've kind of introduced myself into this, Jeff. What is your usual cooking style or go to?
0: Ah, I'm very uh, home comfort. Uh, I like exper- uh, cooking tra- traditional mm-hmm. recipes. Yep.
1: I know that yours would be kind of described as rustic, quote unquote. I'm also very good at I mean, I for have large to groups at once.
2: Hmm? He's the first person that I actually enjoy cornbread from.
1: Oh, yeah. And to be fair, though, from, our, what, I've ex- from what I've heard from your uh, past, I... I'm not surprised. Hey, no, I, low bars. I, yes, no, it's not that. It was we we're I'm so freaking teasing. poor
2: that we've had the same thing over and over and over, and I don't want to eat it no more.
1: And plus, when you're basically getting food from the you know churchgoers that haven't changed their recipe since 1921.
0: Hey, I take offense. Oh, the recipes I had one that from
3: were, 1931. The recipes that were made during the Great Depression when they're like, ah, it's flavored
2: with rocks. When, are you talking about when my mom was pregnant with me and that's all they gave her for like two weeks straight was tuna casserole?
1: Oh, tuna casserole in general is like a very,
0: it's a dish you got to be careful with. It has a very uh, razor's edge between good tuna casserole and bad tuna casserole. Yeah, because it's real easy to fuck it up.
2: But yeah, my mom was pregnant with me, and the last two weeks of her carrying me was nothing but tuna casserole and like weird style of bread. Mom's like, "I hate it. I can't look at it." And then when you came around, it's like this shit's the best in the
0: world.
3: <laughs> yeah, you can definitely tell we're from the Midwest. It's like, oh look, we know the difference between casseroles. I we mean, get- if we were really from the Midwest, we wouldn't call it casseroles like some East Coast. East Coast heathens. <laughs> Call it hot dish. <laughs> uh, excuse you, I, I sir. I don't like
2: tater tot hot casserole.
3: Excuse you.
1: Do not make me get my chislik out. I will. That's ah, <laughs> hot gosh. dish. I, I do love me sale. some chislik, too. Chislik is so good.
2: Like, when you made it so spicy that one time, it was so horrible on me, but I still ate it. It was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> for you viewers out there, uh, chislik's a local delicacy here.
2: It's meat. It is basically
0: fried, heavily seasoned meat. Typically Typically. beef or goat.
3: Mm -hmm. I've heard lamb or sometimes venison. Yes, that is also an option. Pick your red meat. Yeah, basically wild.
2: Let's go to Jim's house and get a goat.
3: And we'll edit that name out.
0: We'll roll around some flour, lots of spices, throw it in the deep fryer. Everyone listening is like, Jim, I know that guy. (laughs) (laughs) I know at least three. We'll call gyms. him the
2: Goat Man because that's what his business card says.
0: All right, uh, the greatest of all time. <laughs> so with
2: I'm the Goat Man.
1: I mean, I know that you also were the first we've discussed it in our in our LARP episode as the originator of the uh, lentil stew. Classic. Yep, and it has gotten significantly better, and I mean significantly. I learned how to spice better than a Midwesterner.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, what's that? Salt Ah, oh, good enough. Hey, you forgot the garlic just and rips pepper. Off the top. Oh, Salt. I'm sorry, I forgot as Miss Wet Midwesterners are finally advancing in our culinary skills. Oh, finally, man. It's
0: been that way since I've been cooking. Man, <laughs> At least 15 I'm, just, years. I'm
3: just sitting here getting roasted. <laughs> because, like, I'm the new kid on the block when it comes to cooking. I finally started upgrading beyond, like, mac and cheese dinners and, like, frozen dinners. I've been and, with
2: um, you for so long that I can't stand ranch dressing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Are
3: you, you talking like about thing? Midwest sauce? Like, <laughs> this last two months, I've been, like, dipping my foot into, like, cooking adult meals. Mm-hmm. And I was so proud of myself. I went out and got salt and pepper and garlic powder, and I'm, like, cooking up chicken breasts in a skillet, and then I come here to my good friend's house, <laughs> and I just get attacked. Oh, the
1: audacity. So, if you want, actually, a decent recipe, we actually did, like, a re- a reverse take on, like, a Salisbury steak, but for chicken breast. It was really good. Interesting. So I'm ba- intrigued. Sign me up. So, basically, you know how with a Salisbury steak, it's... You do like a butter. You throw the meat on, whatever. This time we did like <clears throat> threw in some butter, threw in onion, crapped an onion, basically a, for the chicken to lay okay, on I, a bit I, of onion. i have done celery <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. steaks
0: with onion before, so mm-hmm. yeah, definitely an excellent addition.
1: yep yeah, So basically, let that onion caramelized for a bit. To make it go a little faster, throw a bit of salt in there because that'll help get the sugars out. Blah 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 blah. Throw the chicken on top. Throw the lid on top. Let the basically let the juices come down into the onion. Let the chicken cook that route. Then you can season it, or if you're really av- adventurous, you could take the juices and whatnot from the butter and the fat and
3: turn it into a gravy. Do you uh, want to take notes? I love gravy. <laughs> <laughs> I was, gravy so, is one of the core food, You feel like, intimidated? I was just at my friends, and they're like, also huge foodies. So they're like, "Oh man, I'm glad you're over, so I can have. We can make like, you know." fucking jalapeno poppers as like a meal they're like i'm sitting here like oh man i made like mac and cheese yesterday and it was really good because i added sriracha and they're like oh yeah i'm just gonna you know carve out these jalapenos stuff them with cream cheese wrap them in bacon cover them in brown sugar and bake them and brown sugar's not a bad idea
2: i kind of want some though yeah
3: yeah it, it was really good and Brown chicken is kind of underrated in even general my, for cooking. Even my Damn, brother... why is
2: Walmart not open?
3: <laughs> even my brother that's like even nice. more white toast uh, when it comes to spice tolerance than I am mm-hmm. was like... He had like three of them. Because
1: I think the only
3: time we did... Because
1: I know we did something similar. I can't remember what we did with our, with our jalapeno poppers.
2: Uh, we did the exact same thing but our cream cheese had, uh, had a cheddar in it. cheese in
1: mm-hmm. and
2: another... I had uh, chilies in it. Uh,
1: no, I think it was...
2: No, Thrive. I accidentally put chilies in at once, canned oh. chilies, so it was a little oh, more a little spicier like green than normal. Chilies. Yeah, low yeah. green chili, yep. Yep, so we wrapped them. Um,
1: I think that maybe we placed a green chili with green onion, that probably would have been a better bet.
2: But yeah, Less, I, I, I misread the recipe because the thing went over, and I was like, mm-hmm. well, this isn't it already, better just do it. Maybe. I mean, you ate them.
0: Oh yeah, well, I like spice.
2: I mean, I ate them.
0: Mm-hmm. In your defense, as a dyslexic person, I have a very t- bad tendency of sometimes I'll, like, read the first word of something, like, yep, and then just skip the whole rest of the-
2: <laughs> Don't worry. When I uh, I have a slight reading comprehension issue. So when I read a recipe, I have to read it, like, six, seven times. If I still don't understand it, he'll come and read it. And
0: mm-hmm. then it's like,
2: oh, hey, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> yeah, I've got a. I gotta give it like the, the five times over, but the, the trade off is once I give it the five times over to comprehend it, I have it like eighty percent committed to memory, so I don't need to use it again. For me, I just I don't
1: really digest it, but it's like I have to literally be like, Alright, each ingredients, it's one fourth cup, one fourth cup, one fourth cup. What am I getting again? Oh shit. Go back to it. And I don't really comprehend it, but I was like I do but once again, inst- When it comes to the ingredients and ingredient mounts, I don't remember. It was like when it comes to the actual instructions, be sure to do this. That goes
0: in my head. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, my wife will get frustrated at me because uh, there's a, a bunch of things I cook that she really enjoys, and she'll try and replicate the cooking when I'm not at home, like when I'm mm-hmm. at work, and she can never nail it. And she'll, like, what's the recipe? I uh, sit there and think for a second, like, shit. I don't know. Mm. You use some of this, <laughs> some of that. You put that in there. You let it go for like 10 minutes. Gee, you know, that doesn't she... sound familiar, Rose. Oh, me? <laughs> yeah, when you try to do some of the things I've done. Just
1: listen yes.
2: to
3: your ancestors. <laughs> She's over there it's, like, "We don't have the same ancestors." It's like uh it's
2: Peppy like my mom's chocolate cake recipe, her her frosting recipe, uh her sour cream cookie recipe that mm-hmm. I know my my heart. Mhm. But it's family recipe, and I can't give that to anybody.
0: Mhm. Ancient which, Chinese secrets.
2: Yeah, she'll she'll know, and she'll come and kill me with her cane.
1: Same thing with my mother's bread recipe,
2: which I've done already, and I still can't remember. The-
1: I mean, it's pretty easy. I'm not.
2: Gonna- I know there's eggs that go in it. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> what eggs and bread? Uh, yeah, yeah, I that's never. You're gonna need to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Trade secrets. Why do
2: not you tell them about the the bread you made for uh, Lothar? Which one? The heavy funk one.
1: Oh, uh, I remember the brick that of bread. bread.
2: Did, that, did I hear that hit? hit? Oh, so... You do it
1: again. <laughs> so, we have a friend of ours down south who happens to be a vendor. I did some trading with him. Hey, I'll make you this amount of bread if you give me a discount on, you know, your products. Classic bartering. And My family works. So, what happens, we decided to do, like, a friggin... I think it was, like, a cheese bread of some kind.
2: It was a bacon with a cheese it
1: like on it. Oh, a it was a bacon cheddar, cheddar cheese. Yeah, so... Because I am this guy... Not only, did I cook, not only did I cook the bacon and throw the bacon into the actual dough, I threw in the baking grease. Delicious. I then threw in some cheddar cheese. It was really good. And then I threw on cheddar cheese on top after it was baked. And Brian can attest for this. Literally, I hand the you know, loaf to Lothar. He literally just, you know, casually drops it his chair and he's a thunk. He looks at it, picks it up again, intentionally drops it, Thunk.
3: At this
0: point in time, the chair is breaking. Like, the, guy, <laughs>
2: the guy looking at the belt, he's like, is that bread or is that a brick?
0: <laughs> oh, secret man. secret ingredient is brick. It was. <laughs> <sick>.
2: <laughs> and it, how, how many months did it take for him to get through it?
1: I have no idea. He literally went through it like four or five months because it was just that filling.
2: I mean, I know he cut it and okay. he used it with his soup that night. And mm-hmm. He's like, all I needed was one slice.
3: Mm-hmm. And it kept for the whole, however many months. Oh yeah, God, that's a lot of bacon grease in there, man.
1: Yeah, that's all you have to do is warm it up, and yeah, because bacon in itself is a shit ton of salt, which is a preservative. Oh
3: yeah, I guess it does. Mm-hmm. Which kills me. Hey, and yep. it also has a shit ton of salt. Carp.
1: Oh yeah, excellent fish fillet. All right, all right, all right. I do believe it's time for our next drink, which is going to be the Newport cooler, okay. which is going to be the more yellowy, transparent one. Mm-hmm. Ah, gotcha.
0: In the fun glass. Well, you guys got the fun glass. Ha. Ah, nerd. <laughs> I don't know if I consider this fun. <laughs> right, is your engineering brain exploding from looking at this glass? Just <laughs> why?
3: Like, what, what freshman art student designed this? Clearly a freshman art student. It just do not right. answer That's the question right there. Art Modern sometimes. art deco. Uh, I can't right. actually drink this. So, to make this thing, you need
1: gin, well, brandy, right. tasty peach decor, Lime tasty. juice and
0: ginger ale. That all sounds delicious. You
2: said peach. You said peach schnapps, and all I want is some of that now.
0: Peach schnapps <laughs> is pretty good too. All right, so peach three, schnapps. two, one, salute.
3: That's actually not bad. Quite mellow. Yeah. Surprisingly mellow for being carbonated. It's not. Well, it's actually, the, ginger ale. The ginger ale. Yeah. Uh, the ginger. That's what I'm tasting. The ginger
0: mm-hmm. I, I almost feel like there's just something that's a hair too hot in there i'm thinking like it's the not, lime not like hot hot just uh overpowers the other flavors. i think it's in the it. lime i was i was thinking the ginger ale or mm. the peach schnapps it's one of them too i'm guessing it's actually the lime because i think i threw in a little bit too much
2: well i can't oh. help so mm.
3: well as jeff starts spit, sharing his spit with my wife <laughs> yeah i think it is the lime it kind of hangs Holy around. Holy shit, guys, freezing. <laughs> it kind of hangs around at the tail end a little too long, mm-hmm. I think. It's
0: uh, a line. It is a line. Just like that one drunk guy at the bar, Bar Clothes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So we are going to do this next one. We did, with last episode, we did pod decks, which we described before. This time we're going to do Would You Rather. <clears throat> Holy shit. That's right. We used the digital version last time and not the physical version. Do you need a sharp thing to open that? Whip? No, I got it. Okay, I got
0: Can you a sharp thing. Use your wit.
1: Thing. Don't worry, we will uh,
0: keep this all in it for me struggling to get this thing open.
2: Let me go get my backpack. It has like six uh, utility knives in it.
0: Those of us that are watching, just stare intently at Luke. Judge, judge. This
1: is whoa, the worst ASMR ever heard. Mm-hmm. Eh. I, just,
0: I just said stare <laughs> intently. Eh. There we go. Eh. Cellophane. <laughs> beep beep. The <It's> struggle <laughs> bus. <laughs> oh, okay
1: okay so if we get into some of the questions that we did last time we did the would you rather i apologize because digital and physical obviously don't mesh
2: what she was giving me the eye
1: god ah! <laughs> what
2: the hell?
1: they literally had it so tight in there i had to pry <laughs> it out mm, that doesn't sound like that's very aroused
2: <clears throat> you try you know a little bit of foreplay
1: I mean, I have, and even then sometimes I didn't go know that we're out. Alright, so, would you rather... Your fingers always feel sticky, or your
0: throat always feel itchy? Sticky fingers.
1: I would rather have my throat feel itchy, because that just bugs the hell out of me. Sticky I mean, fingers. I mean, as a person who always like cooks like constantly, you don't know what the hell's on your hands, it just bugs the but, shit out of see
0: you. See, now, I understand that. But from my standpoint, like, I'm super paranoid if my throat's scratchy. Mm. So i like, what's wrong? Why has it got the scratch? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'd rather like, sticky fingers. Like, oh, okay. But I can, I can look at my fingers and be like, oh, there's no shit on them. It's just a weird, like, residual tactile thing. Like, well, for me, I'd rather sound like, you know,
1: Wolfman Jack than, you know, I'd accidentally stick my hand to the wall and not be able to get off of it.
2: I mean, you could be Spider-Man, but I would honestly rather sound like Reagan from The Exorcist than have sticky fingers. Mm -hmm. Because even having glue on my fingers, like super glue for making model cars, I have a tendency to try to bite it off and rip my fingers open.
3: I I would definitely go with the sticky fingers, just because I'm a singer, and the itchy throat thing is like death. (laughs) (laughs) You just, you can't do it. It's miserable. Very
0: true. Mm. And I, I, I could only be batman so long.
3: Fun fact. night. Uh, if my choir director from high school is to be believed, your throats and your vocal cords are the very last thing that your body hydrates. Hmm. If you have a limited amount of water, that always gets neglected until the very end.
1: Mm. I'm dehydrated.
3: Well, organs.
1: <laughs> okay, we've already did that one. Oh, boy. Would you rather be covered in bees or
0: spiders? Bees. Definitely bees.
2: Well, I'm not allergic, so
0: bees. It doesn't specify what kind of spider. There's a lot of different kinds of spiders. But uh, I think I'd mm-hmm. probably rather go with bees? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is it doesn't specify what kind of bee either. I think most bees tend to be rather non-violent. Uh, most of them are pretty chill except for the bees that make meat honey. Mm. I mean, they're still chill. They just make their honey out of rancid meat. Thanks, Africa.
2: (laughs) I mean, like, bees are basically docile. The only time they freak out is when you start freaking out.
3: What about you, Brian? I mean, spiders are the same way, though. Like, you know, but the thing is 95% of spiders out there are absolutely not a threat. But the 5% could kill you. Right, but there's also a chance that the bees just start stinging the shit out of you. Like, every single bee has the potential to sting you. And, like, 5% of spiders have the potential to bite.
2: So you die How or How many die? bees
3: would sting you, though?
0: Because you're going to take all those bees with I mean, you.
1: It's not like they're saying, oh, you're running a marathon and, you know, agitating
0: the bees. It's literally just, I think the idea is just, like, standing and being covered. Oh, I feel like either way it's going to be, like, a huge sensory overload, which I am not kosher with either way. Fair.
2: There are little feet all over you. Mm-hmm. Feets You know, I still want a rose hair tarantula.
3: I'd go with the spiders just because I'd feel bad if I killed the bees.
2: Yeah, because they're did.
3: There could be some giant-ass spiders, so it takes
0: less spiders to co- like to be covered mm-hmm. in them. What so. if
2: it's the Jerry Steinfeld bee?
0: Oh, God. But from the movie? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Would you want to be covered by them?
1: God, that's a that's a hard one. <laughs> just like 50 iterations of do you
0: like jazz?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: movie but it makes me giggle sometimes
1: so weird fun fact apparently at, at, this was a few years ago but at the time the entire movie of B movie was on pornhub i'm pretty
3: sure it, why, it's a there. <laughs> why? <laughs> oh anyway
2: i'm confused
1: so
3: would you be
2: sex would
1: you rather fart in an elevator full of strangers or belch loudly while giving an important pre- we've already did this one
2: you know my i would be an elevator hmm
1: would you rather be able to erase people's memory or predict their future?
0: I'm going to go with erase memory because mm-hmm. then you could uh, re- you could omit the part where you farted in a crowded elevator. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I feel like knowing their future and I suppose necessarily, you know, you mm-hmm. could divulge it, but would you really want to? Oh, sorry, I'm going mm-hmm. lean back a little far from Mike. Oh, yeah, because you're super quiet at that point. Whisper, whisper, whisper. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, but I just feel like that'd be too much of a burden to know their future and either A, have to be like, hey, look, man, you're going to get pasted by a school bus in like two weeks.
1: And even then, it's just, we're going by like future, you know, bullshit. Like, like, it's a potential future. It might not be the actual future.
3: I've it's- never seen a version of being able to predict the future that wasn't catastrophic.
1: Or even then, even if you look at the best possible re- thing for, let's uh, say, erase people's memory of, say, trauma or something
0: like that, that is still not a healthy way of dealing with that shit either. Uh, see, I feel like that'd be abuse of that power, though. Like, I wouldn't use that power to be like, you're going to forget your trauma that defines you.
3: Help, But mold then again,
1: you. if you're also, if that's the only way... Ho- the body okay, naturally does that.
3: That's your abuse of power situation, and not um, like farting in elevators. <laughs> Aha! <laughs> uh-huh, I have this cosmic superpower, and I'm going to use it to like permanently alter people's mental experience because I did something bad. Uh, I would abuse it.
2: I would abuse re- removing people's memories just to the fact. I would make a. I would make money off of it.
3: I mean, fair. I would go with removing memories and then just wipe all of high school for me. Oh. Oh, God, yes.
0: Right? Uh, I always loved those neuralizer pens from Men in Black, too. Oh, God, those are so amazing.
1: Oh, wow. Right. Right. You didn't. So, Poop. this one is an obvious one, in my opinion. Would you rather blow Aids. your nose with sandpaper or use bubble wrap instead of toilet paper?
3: I mean, one of those is miserable and the other one's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't specify grit of
0: sandpaper, so I feel like there might actually be sandpaper softer than some tissue paper. But I think the idea is it's supposed to be like, you know, uh, any sandpaper you find in, like, the average hard, you know, uh, workshop. Like a wood workshop. Right. Like, I mean, that can be a really fine, like, 1200-grit fine sandpaper for, like, the fine detailing that would feel like a paper towel. Like, I blow my nose in paper towels all the time.
1: I mean, by the same token, bubble wrap is... How is that going to go down the toilet? It won't. It doesn't specify you have to flush the bubble wrap, though. You could just but throw it in the you, trash can. What else are you going to do with it? Just leave
3: shit in the garbage can where it's just going to remain and stink and residue? You're clearly from America because, yes, that's exactly what, like, literally every country does. Besides us. What about those leaves in the forest? Do you just leave those there to sit there and stink? Yeah. Yeah?
0: Mm-hmm true, but like, that's at least biodegradable, though, and that will just eventually go away. This is in your own personal garbage can. I mean, my understanding that's is... That's
2: when you pu- take it in the bag, tie it, and you throw it away in the dumpster.
0: Mm. Also, counterpoint, if the trash next to the toilet was one of the diaper trash cans that is supposed to be odor blocking... Oh, those never work. They don't completely block it, but they do, like, lessen the impact. <laughs> There's Do we need to towels. cut you off there, Jeff? No, you don't. This is just my normal clumsy.
3: Oh.
2: It's okay. I'm All
3: trying right. to warn you about those glasses. Anyway.
2: Don't worry, I already broke like two of them. As- two. The bubble wrap, bro. bubble wrap, not bubble wrap.
0: Uh, I just feel like the bubble wrap would be super uncomfortable
3: to wipe with in general, too. Like, I mean, the alternative is sandpaper on your nose.
2: But then again, it's like, what kind of bubble wrap? Is it the big bubble wrap or the tiny one? I'm
3: thinking the big one.
2: Like the big bubbles.
0: Yeah. See, I would use. No, the, I would use
2: the tiny bubbles. I would ones. use the
0: tiny bubbles. More surface area, more effective wipe. Then. Yeah. I mean, that's a person <laughs> get that way up. into detail. <laughs> <laughs> it's a
3: podcast. What
0: else are you supposed to do?
2: I mean, I guess it's better than wiping your ass with sandpaper. That's
3: how you spice up your yeah, bathroom the routine. Big negative there.
0: All right, we're going to do
1: one more of these.
3: Ooh. Make it a good one.
1: Would you rather lick every inanimate object you see or be licked by every living thing you see? You
3: did not make it a good one. (laughs) I had one request.
2: (laughs) I'm cutting off my tongue.
3: Uh, I mean, this is very unfortunate timing.
0: So it's like, all right, so if it's every living thing I see, so does that mean the trees reach down and lick me too then? Like, this hello person. (laughs) Like... I mean, I Hello, guess you...
1: Hello, I mean, I would, would that be like the equivalent of them, like, you know, just throwing pollen in your face because they don't actually have tongues?
0: So would there be, like, trees jizzing on you instead? That's basically it. I'm just thinking, like, a branch droops down and, mm. like, brushes you. But it's, like, a full-on facial brush.
3: Okay, but, like, licking every inanimate object you see, like, is this, like, a one-time thing or, like, all day, every day? I mean, the thing is, every inanimate
1: object you see, it you would literally be... Take oh. multiple hours to get everything
0: in your house. My alarm clock's going off. Better lick it to turn it off. Also, like... This isn't used for arousal. <laughs> let's
3: say you just go to the bathroom and you finish wiping your ass with bubble wrap. <laughs> Hope you're ready.
1: And then you can you know, wash it down with the uh, snot-ridden uh, sandpaper.
0: Perfect. I mean, I... How do you know my deepest desires?
2: <laughs> this is gross.
1: I mean, at the same token, I would much rather get licked myself. It doesn't say how much surface areas they are licking you at. Because you just be like, a little quarter of an inch... Nye. Nye. You know?
2: Like, it's not like
1: one long... Nye. Up down, you know, down your arm.
2: Or having the cat accidentally lick your eyeball. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't say that, it ha- that
1: you can't be like, hey, if you're gonna lick me, just right here, please, you know? Please lick L- my weenus. Lick it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hmm. That was a tough one. I'm a. Uh...
2: But what if you get the people who have those weird kinks that would, you know? Oh,
3: well, good for them! Yay, I get to arouse someone. How awful! No,
2: that was not that. This you is
3: clearly like... don't work with the same group of people I do. I mean,
1: as long as I doesn't hurt anybody, let them you know jack off. I don't give a shit.
3: I don't... I don't want... Just jacking it. Like, I don't want people jacking off just with, like, around me when I just walk into a room. (laughs) Hey,
2: hey, you see that guy? I'm gonna go lick him and then jack off.
3: (laughs) Again, if if that's how they get
1: their kinks, whatever. As long as you're not literally doing anything to hurt or harm anybody. I'm getting licked. Does that not count?
2: (laughs) What if you're a (laughs) germaphobe?
1: Well, that's, again, that's
0: you guys. I'm not a germaphobe. That's fair. Um...
2: I mean, I, I
0: think I would rather be licked by everything, just because I could deal with the constant moist better than like the compulsive like I have to touch everything I see with my tongue.
1: Well, it's also to the fact that in this day in this day and age, that's a terrible idea anyway.
0: True. Ah, good. Then you can fulfill the millennial dream of dying.
1: <laughs> Not like this.
0: Not like this. How How'd you die? I licked too many animate objects. (laughs) And with that, I think we should
1: get to our first break.
0: A word from the sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast.
1: They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your
0: phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you when you're done, so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever the heck you listen to your podcasts. You can also make money from your
1: podcast ka-ching with no minimum on how many listeners you have
0: it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place also it's free (laughs) you can't get much better than free
1: just be sure to download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started and we're back thank you to our sponsor so we're on our last drink it's called the planter's punch this one actually doesn't actually looks kind of nice got a nice little pink tinge to it very peachy Decorative looking. Yep. So...
2: Flesh tongue.
1: We uh, did a little something different since we didn't have one of the ingredients. <laughs> Maybe not the best word. <laughs> <laughs> make Planter's Punch. You need some dark rum, a dash of Quantra, which we don't have, so we use triple sec. Orange juice, pineapple juice,
0: lime juice, simple syrup, and grenadine. This seems very reasonable. Yeah. So, like a modified in parentheses there.
3: A lot of fruit. Oh, yeah.
0: So, three... Two, one, salute.
3: Holy, that's got a weird initial taste, but it's not bad. It tastes as peachy as it looks. Hmm.
0: This, uh, this vaguely reminds me of a backpacker.
3: A little bit. You know what? I can taste it. Yeah, I feel like if we had
1: like an actual like orange, actual orange liqueur instead of like triple sec, that actually could be a backpacker. Wait, that's a thing? Orange liqueur? I think it should be because I is. don't think.
0: I don't think, I think triple sex is its own thing. Yeah, triple sex is its own thing.
2: Uh, there is a orange vodka. There is a orange schnapps.
0: Oh, I'm talking like specifically like a liqueur. I mean, I like orange like... flavored vodka. Oh.
1: Yeah, I mean, we could definitely take a look. Is that, I could definitely see this going on a menu in one of the bars in town.
2: <laughs> the discount liquor, where everything's cheap. Hashtag I not yeah. sponsored.
1: They are five miles closer. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I could definitely, definitely see this going onto a menu on to our last topic because we're all nerds here wait what?
3: <laughs> so no we're going to the land of need animu to go do the sports ball <laughs> <laughs> we're it... going to the land of animu glorious Japanese animation <laughs> <laughs> So who pinnacle wa- of western so culture we
1: kind of at least in, this episode, in our previous episodes Rose is more old school I'm more
3: whatever was on Adult Swim at the time what about you guys? I think I've got kind of a mix of the two. I've made a point of seeing a lot of the powerhouses from the 90s, but I've also kind of picked up some of the newer stuff. I, I'm i one of those people that shamelessly uh, like listens to other people talk about what's good on YouTube, and I'll just mm-hmm. pick up what they recommend. I'm a fake weeb. <laughs> um, I've seen uh, Cowboy Bebop. I love Ghost in the Shell, mm-hmm. both the series from like mid two thousands and the original movies. Oh god, that movie! Which is just oh, I haven't I just,
2: seen the remake movie.
3: No, the not the not the remake movie. Nineteen ninety five. Mm-hmm. I just watched it last week, and it still fucking stands up. It's so good for ninety five anime. hmm. Kind of like uh, God. What was that one? Uh, Vampire Hunter D: Bloodlust.
1: Oh, that's Ooh, a good that, one. That's solid. Because that, I think, it was also another 90s one.
3: Because the original Vampire Hunter D came out in, like, the 70s or 80s. Oh. And I almost forgot uh, my shameful secret. Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh.
2: Hey. I only watched Vampire Hunter D, the Bloodlust one, because mm-hmm. I saw it in an anime music video. And I was curious oh. about the art style. Which I fell in love with it. I was like, Okay. I'm watching that, this. The anime
0: does lend itself to a lot of really good AMVs. Oh, God. But it was <laughs> the
2: Phantom of the Opera uh, techno remix.
3: Nice. So, uh, as for new school stuff, uh, my one true love of anime is Makoto Shinkai, which, um, if the name doesn't ring a bell right off the bat, it's, sure the, it it's the director behind your name that- Luke. No. <laughs> <laughs> hello Luke I am dad he mostly does (laughs) uh, like feature length movies and Your Name came out in 2016 and it was this huge watershed moment where uh, that's where
0: I'm pretty sure Luke was in the bible but okay
3: anime started Hmm. anime started getting this release in theaters stateside which Mm -hmm. had like never happened before except for like maybe some Studio Ghibli films
1: yeah, Kasubi uh, yeah. had, uh, had,
3: one. Yeah, had one that was like, mm-hmm. Like, Makoto Shinkai is fucking fanatical when it comes to his production quality. Like, mm-hmm. he'll go out, uh, take pictures of places, and, like, recreate them, like, frame for frame. Every frame of all of his movies is suitable as a wallpaper. They're fucking gorgeous oh okay i think i know you're talking about now yep. i have an idea Very uh, gorgeous. your name uh i've seen five centimeters five centimeters per second which actually came at a really good time because okay. i haven't seen that one but i've heard of it so. like that one it's he's got a really gorgeous anime and the soundtrack's usually really good too but it's usually kind of a melancholy theme yep he, he deals Sounds a, like my life he deals <laughs> a lot with um I'm trying to phrase it right. It's, um... Heavy subjects? Not even heavy subjects. It's just kind of the melancholy of daily life. Like, Mm. when stuff just doesn't work out. Like, you know, you have... You have two people that are really close friends, and there's some kind of connection there, and then life just kind of forces them apart. It shows up in, like, three or four of his movies.
0: Yeah. But anyway. I know that feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
3: What it's about you, you Jeff? What? A- yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> our bond will never be, Jeff. I'm already taken. You're stuck with me forever. We've been friends for too long. <laughs> I mean, it's taking sh- you to the grave. I mean, honestly, we're almost hitting to like the retin link age at this point because we've known each other since fucking middle school. We're not quite at that point because they. Anyway, with that sidetrack. What about side you, Jeff? Tracking.
2: My friendship is longer. I've known my friend longer. Than- Almost <laughs> forced. The uh,
0: best way I can describe it is I have a wide but narrow spread.
3: Mm-hmm. Those are antonyms. But go on. <laughs> <laughs> You're not describing my experience. You don't uh, know my life. You don't know where I've been. What I had
1: to do to get where I came here. Uh, I don't need okay, he's no serious. man. He's taking
2: his coat off. He's taking his Purdue coat off. <laughs> it's
3: toasty oh, Shit. <laughs> also alcohol. That's uh, side. And our heaters are
2: pretty freaking good for. Mm-hmm.
3: Anyway, I got a
0: widespread. I've watched several of the classics, including uh, Akira. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cowboy Bebop is one of my favorites. I probably watch that at least twice a year, oh, like yeah. start to finish in the series. Uh, Roroni Kenshin, I, I've watched that anime series all the way through. I've read completely through the manga series. It resonates with me and my soul. That's more of my old school stuff. Mm hmm. I've done some of the, you know, Toonami flavor of the month. The actual, like, story arcs for Bleach I love, but the filler arcs drive me nuts, and it makes me mad that the anime has so much filler arc. I...
2: do you know that uh, the creator came out with a new
0: anime? I believe so. I don't remember the name of
1: it. Burn but... the Witch. I used to watch Bleach, but I was like, I think I got into, like, maybe season two or three, and it's like, oh, great, it's going back to Shonen. Yay, no, I'm done. Because that's one of the things I actually complained about before is, like, when shows have really cool and interesting premises and suddenly it goes to shonen route. Like one of the biggest peop- one of the biggest animes I can think of doing that is Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, oh, the Eternal I Tournament. I
0: actually arc. surprisingly have not seen Yu Yu Hakusho. I
1: love
2: Yu Yu Hakusho.
0: I mean it's
1: a well, it's a good anime and it's good for a shonen but the original premise had so much more to it.
2: Yeah, it did.
1: Tournament arcs are where stories go to die. Yeah. Oh, was that the
0: Cell saga which is basically the same thing? Yep. Wasn't that 50 episodes of the exact same, like, picture?
3: Kind of, sort of. My my entire experience with Dragon Ball Z is turning on Toonami, and every single time that Dragon Ball Z was on Toonami, it was always somewhere during the Cell games. Like, I don't know anything else that happened in that <laughs> show. <laughs> oh,
0: I saw the first two episodes once.
3: I mean, there's a... I have a
1: manga that I kind of want to uh, get into. I've been trying to get into. I really have been, but it's just,
0: I can't do it. Reading's hard, I understand.
1: No, it's not so much that, it's just it's the, kind of the art direction is the also the fact that the storyline just also goes into the shonen direction that just annoys the piss out of me. Does this anime
3: have a name or a manga? That's what I'm looking up. References. Gotta have that material ready.
2: Thank god for Google.
3: It is,
1: uh... Rave Master. Oh.
2: Oh yeah, Rave Master. Like, I want to get into it because it
1: seems like a really cool, interesting premise. But it's like one One Piece anime. Well, one yeah, that's like One Piece anime, which has not the biggest fan of.
0: Uh, you, you know, Rave Master is uh, written by the same guy that did Fairy Tale. He actually did mm-hmm. Rave Master before Fairy Tale came out.
1: Yeah, I've been meaning to get into Fairy Tale as well, but it's one of those things that again, I want to get into it, but it's like it just. You can see where it's going into the shonen route way too goddamn early.
0: I really enjoy Fairy Tale but the power escalation in Fairy Tale reminds me of moving from expansions in WoW, where it's like, oh man, I spent forever getting this really cool thing, and then like you walk into the next area, it's like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm just a piece of shit now, or this is just this is worse than the garbage I just killed off this goblin. Like, hey, look, the Cell Saga again.
2: <laughs> mostly my anime nowadays it's more based on like art style
3: mm-hmm. like if I, it
2: doesn't have a good looking style like smoothness or anything i was like mm. oh
3: that reminds me like silver um, crystal what did you did you watch violet evergarden
2: yes it was so it's so beautiful
3: it's so beautiful can't say i've seen oh. that one <laughs> or heard it's, of it it's Gorgeous. so beautiful and like the art style is amazing the soundtrack is amazing it's just a shame about the main character.
2: I know. It's like I can I can forgive it but it's like the style, the
3: music, like, like man, you were doing you had such a strong foundation and then you made a cardboard cutout the main character. Yep. Rip. So, most anime, hey, worse. This oh. was more egregious. Oh. I don't give a shit about anything that happens to Violet. That
1: bad, huh? Oof. Like, are we talking, like, original Sailor Moon, like, uh, what's her, like, uh, Sabrina kind of shit, or are we talking... Serena? Yeah. Like, is it that
3: bad or is it worse? Uh, I never really watched that much OG Sailor Moon. Well, Serena was, so... like, one of the...
2: Here's the thing, a lot of... To me, Serena has more of a a personality compared to Violet. But it's
0: just literally, like, whining, screaming, and running. And eating. Or some combination of the four.
3: Yeah. That's it. I mean, Violet Evergarden is more like uh, the main character is literally on a quest for a personality. That's Mm. the whole story Ah, arc. The toughest of quests. So, the Cell Saga, just just kidding. (laughs) I I just look over and I see Rose's, like, depressed nod. (laughs) Like, yeah. Oh.
2: I'm to change the subject from that to another one. Uh, quirky animes that we've watched.
0: Oh, a bit quirky. necessarily quirky, the, the but. Silly,
2: funny ones that we all enjoy. Yeah, I'm
0: very. I, I have a huge soft spot for, like, slice of life animes. Ooh, honestly, oh, man. I am also. This one, or, I actually. There fantastical mm. spins on slice um, of life.
2: I'm a, I'm a softie for magical girls.
1: I, I, this one I'm going to get. Except a li-
2: for Tokyo Mew Mew. Fuck that anime.
1: I'm actually going to get a little flack for this one, but one of the. One's I actually really enjoyed is uh, fruits baskets. Yeah, Rose is like
2: blah. I mean, I like fruit baskets more than Orin High School, so.
1: Which is basically a re- almost like a reverse harem situation, but it's actually not. You know, who am I going to choose? It's
0: actually got some depth to it. we were on host high school is like the
3: third manga series I read. Um, let's see, like silly anime. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, Konosuba. What? Is, no. that, is that like you don't know what it is? I don't or... know what it is. Really? Alright, you fucking indie weeb. What is it? <laughs> no one but me knows Konosuba? I probably I mean, don't do know get the you, name. Do we need to get you a PBR here? Maybe get you some flannel? Okay, I don't know the full name because it's like... It's one of those that it's a light novel that got adapted and mm-hmm. so the name is like a uh, mile long. It mm. literally translates to God's blessing on this beautiful world. <laughs> um, on you. the surface, it's a generic uh, isekai where the protagonist gets transported to a fantasy world but so it's a, a like it's
0: a sword art or yeah, a log, log horizon yeah
3: it's exactly like that oh
2: this anime <laughs>
3: yeah but the whole plot is just it's a comedy series that just roasts the shit out of isekai mm.
2: <laughs> yep i know i've seen this one i've drawn uh, fan art
3: and on the- somebody on there f- from what i've seen the english dub is actually really good which, I think, personally, is kind of unusual for most anime.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: I mean, if we're talking silly, we gotta go with OG
1: silly, which is Fully coolie. Ah. I FLCL. Cooly. Mm-hmm. It was like six episodes long. It was it, just, you six know. Six total.
2: But it was worth it.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean... Oh. Um, Space I'll, Dandy. Uh, I have not seen it. Space Dandy.
2: I love Space Dandy.
3: So, imagine... Cowboy Bebop, mm-hmm. but you take out all the heavy existential dread and also the jazz, and you replace it with uh, a version of Spike Spiegel that was dropped on his head as a child, <laughs> <laughs> and um, you replace the jazz with, like, Disco? Yep, it's by it's I by Shinichiro Watanabe. It. Like,
2: it's like disco. It, Fox. Then you, you, you
0: add a yeah. couple drops of uh, Outlaw Star for flavor. Mm, the
3: the director is Shinichiro Watanabe, so literally the same person that did Cowboy Bebop, and it's like he's parodying his own show. And <laughs> uh, another fun fact, which I didn't even know until I went back and looked at it. Um, he's like the, the overarching master director, mm-hmm. but every episode was done by a different director or studio or art team. Huh. So it's kind of this like mini compendium, uh, of like all these different groups takes on the overarching concepts. And talking, this is space dandy, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Also English dub is awesome. Cause it has Ian Sinclair. Hmm. <laughs>
0: But I think with
3: that, we should you
1: know.
0: probably call it. Sorry.
3: Off I the talk walls. to right.
2: Space Dandy deserves to have its name The devil there.
0: works as a part-timer. <laughs> yes.
1: Anyway. Well, I hope you guys enjoy your drinks. I've been Luke. I've been Brian.
0: I'm Jeff. And I'm Rose. Have yourself.
3: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer.